0: Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Well, we finally made it. Uh, there's now whistleblower protection uh, that has been signed into law by President Biden, and uh, it's it was happened on December 23rd that uh, the, the uh, t- 2023 uh, National Defense Authorization Act was signed by Biden. So that means now there is protection for anyone within the Pentagon or military industrial complex. Uh, to step forward and tell us what they know about uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials and there's 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 you know according to this uh, uh new bill there should be no repercussions for you so uh, it's very exciting uh, again i'm I'm still pessimistic about it but at the same time I, I, I like I've, I've been saying all along I, I really hope I'm wrong about this I just I, I'm concerned about some of the problems that they would have with this with uh, releasing uh, all the information to the public or disclosing the truth to the public because uh uh, I think to, uh, for some people, it might be a traumatic experience, but at the same time, I'm really excited, and I, and I hope something comes of this, and uh, I could tell you who's, one person who's very excited is Lou Elizondo. He's very excited about this. In fact, on uh, Christmas Eve... He posted this on Twitter. He wrote, As promised, we are continuing our efforts behind the scenes. An early Christmas present. The bill is now law. Like a submarine below the depths, no one sees our efforts efforts until they do. And if you think these are exciting times, just wait for 2023. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh boy, Lou! I'll tell you what. I hope you're right about this, man. I hope you're right about this. It would be totally awesome. I'd love to see us get over this hump already. This is absolutely absurd that that's that 70. Oh, actually, now we're going into year 76 now of uh, this uh, of the cover up. Uh, it would be nice if, uh, if we finally get over this hump and the and the world knows that uh, what the uh, what the real story is that there is a presence on this planet that's intelligent and and not human. And basically, has uh, they're more advanced technologically than the human race is. Uh, that would be uh, that would be great to get over that hump. And and plus, of course, the thing that I would be excited about if, if we do indeed see disclosure, what I'm interested in is the is the historical uh, uh, records. I'd love to see. I'd love to see everything you know, if possible, all the stuff they have on Roswell. I would like to start with Roswell and then go forward from there. Actually, I, I'm really interested in in uh, you know the like any kind of film. Uh, Photographs, documentation from Roswell, and you know, and any other crashes after that. I mean, it would be just totally fascinating. I think it would be. I, I actually, I actually believe, you know. Uh, you know, there, of course, there's going to be people who are going to be upset about this reality, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of other people out there. In in fact, there there's, there are going to be people out there who who actually don't even think about UFOs right now. Uh, along with UFO uh, proponents, people who do uh, understand uh, the reality that there is an extraterrestrial presence here, are going to be really excited about this news. I think there's going to be uh, probably more a higher percentage of people excited about this news and fascinated about this news if. Should a whistleblower step forward and should we at some point, uh, during the course of 2023 get actual disclosure, it would be completely, totally awesome. And again, wouldn't it be awesome to get like, uh, government records, photographs, films, you know, old films, not just this new stuff, you know, dating back to 2004, uh, you know, with the Tic Tac and all that stuff. I'm talking about stuff from the 40s, 50s, 60s. What do we got? I mean, there was the stuff that uh, uh, the late uh, Gordon Cooper used to talk about. There was film that he he had where these guys saw a UFO landing and then taking off at Edwards Air Force Base back in the early 60s, I believe it was. I mean, what about that kind of stuff? Wouldn't that be awesome if all that stuff was just finally presented to the public? Now, I I honestly, and I've I've said this before, uh, there are going to be people who are going to be upset. Like, should should this come come should, should the disclosure finally happen? If it were to actually finally happen. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be upset. They're going to be, you know, pounding, stomping their feet, you know, angry that that that, that it was covered up for for all these years, you know, for the past 75 years. Of course, I I, I know people like me and, and other people who are interested in this subject, people who have had experiences, people who who didn't have experiences but believe that there's something here, right? Uh, I, I don't think those people are going to be as angry because we already know there's a cover up. We've been dealing with this for a long time, so disclosure would actually be a good thing. I would actually be I I don't have I would bear no ill will uh toward uh, you know the, the government I if, if it finally comes clean on it I, it was understandable why it started in the first place it was very understandable why it started I mean you have to understand was it 1938 when Orson Welles had that broadcast uh, the War of the Worlds based on uh H.G. Wells's War of the Worlds novel. He had that radio broadcast, and and people who listened to that, you know, some people panicked. They they didn't hear they didn't hear the very beginning of that program in 1938, and uh, and they didn't realize that it was just a, a phony, that it was just a a, a, a a fictional presentation, and they thought there really was an invasion from Mars ongoing. Some people, so there was a panic, and I would imagine, you know, what what 1947, not even a decade later. You know Roswell happens. I mean, in the, at at some point you can understand people in, in Washington probably got all concerned and worried. Wait, wait a minute! We can't let the public know about this. Don't you don't you don't you remember what just happened? Uh, you know, a decade ago with uh, Orson Welles's War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 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 so you have you, you can understand why it, it initi- why it started like that. Why. Uh, there was a cover-up to begin with, but as time went on, I believe that the military-industrial complex—you know—there th- was there were other reasons. Then, as time went on, I think it became more of a uh, let, let's reverse-engineer this stuff. Let's not let the public know. I don't think they uh, there was a lot of other reasons. I think that came into play. They could they didn't have any answers. And plus, the mil- wh- what military wants to admit that they they have no power uh, against these against these things. I mean, that's one. There's a, so many different issues. That's why I'm still somewhat pessimistic about disclosure ever happening. However, it does need to happen regardless and maybe this legislation now that it's now that it's a it's a law it's a law now you know if there are people right now who could step forward meet with the congress tell them hey this is what i know and uh, i hope it happens I mean, I hope it happens sooner rather than later. I hope like early 2023, you know, or hey, maybe even before New Year's, that would be nice too. But I I don't think it's going to happen that quickly. But I would say, you know, in the early months of 2023, I would like to see some action on this. And, you know, Lou knows more than we do, right? He's an insider. So he probably, you know, and also another insider has been Dr. Gary Nolan, who has made it clear that he knows uh, in this past year, he had made it clear that he knows of of, of people who are, are chomping at the bit to to blow the whistle on this thing there are people within the pentagon within the military industrial complex uh who are who want to uh, tell the truth who want to want the uh want this to be over with already uh, want want, us, want the human race to move on with the knowledge of with reality like again we we're stuck in this fictional world right now for the longest time uh where oh we don't know there could be something there might not not all no, there is something a lot of us know there's something there's a lot of us have had experiences and we understand you. yes Yes, there's most certainly an extraterrestrial presence, you know, here, right? Of course, I mean, how many people, tens of thousands of people have, have had experiences, sightings, I mean, it's just, over the decades, it's unbelievable, not just, you know, civilians, uh, military personnel, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, who knows how many people actually, I mean, you, you really can't really put a number on it, you just know it's a lot. And I'm one of them. I saw, I saw one of these beings. I saw one of these beings. I saw one of the craft. I experienced these things. I know it's real personally. I have a personal proof. So I'm one of these people. There's a lot of people like me out there, uh, who have, who have personal, uh, who were, you know, shown. Who, who, uh, it was. This was. This uh, reality was revealed to them on a personal basis, right? Uh, anyway, here's an article from uh, Liberation Times. This is a really good uh, website. If you haven't checked it out uh, Christopher Sharp writes all these articles on here and he's really good. Uh, and I, I I highly recommend this website if you're interested in, uh, what's going on with UFOs. Uh, and anyway, this is an article that he posted on December 23rd. That was the day that, uh, uh, Biden signed this bill and, uh, basically, uh, he, the headline reads, Office which lied and persecuted whistleblowers sidelined by Congress from U- U.S. UFO investigation uh, by Christopher Sharp. President Joe Biden today signed the Fiscal 2023 National Defense A- Authorization Act into law, which has been shaped by Congress over previous months. Of note, the legislation contains new provisions relating to what is now known as unidentified anomalous phenomena. So, of course, I've been talking about that recently, how they changed uh, in UAP, which is the new uh, acronym for UF instead of UFOs, it's now UAP. But it used to, UAP used to be uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Now they changed it uh, to anom- anomalous phenomena, which actually makes more sense because a lot of these things they're not just flying through the air; they're 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 under the sea. They're they're coming in and out of the sea, like tra- transmedium objects. So that was a that was you know. But again, I, I don't. You know, I guess you know. Actually, I guess it now makes more sense than UFO in a way. But you know what? I'm still going to use the the UFO uh, abbreviation. I think that uh, I'm, I'm so used to that. Uh, I guess I'm just old school. Anyway, continuing here, it says provisions include protections and reporting mechanisms for potential whistleblowers involved in, in alleged UAP retrieval and reverse engineering programs and the requirement for a new report detailing the historical records and documents belonging to the intelligence community relating to UAP from 1 January 1945 onwards so that's that's going to cover a lot of ground okay we'll stop there for a second so Anything that's anything that's been happening with UFOs since 19, since January 1st of 1945 onward anybody who has any information from that point on right uh, should be uh, should be presenting it and that that of course uh, more than covers the Roswell situation the Roswell uh, event because that happened uh, in early July of 1947 uh, outside in the desert outside of Roswell, New Mexico okay, continuing. Of note, the legislation also means that Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the UAP office known as the Arrow, uh, which will now report directly to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks and the principal Deputy Director of National Intelligence, Stacy Dixon, on all operational and security matters relating to the arrow. Only administrative matters will now be reported to the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, which is o- OUSD, I, and S, where UAP office has been located since 2021, meaning that it would effectively be sidelined on most Important elements of the UAP investigations. Now, of course, uh, the Undersecretary of Defense for uh, the head of that is that Ronald Moultrie, who I recently uh, pointed out recently. He had a, a recent meeting with reporters and he basically said that they have no evidence that these uh, UAP are associated with extraterrestrials, which I, I call him an outright liar uh, for that. I believe that he, I, I can't imagine that somebody in his position, like I stated before, I can't imagine that somebody in his position, right? does not know the truth about this how could you be uh, the the undersecretary of defense for intelligence and security and not know about extra the extraterrestrial presence here right i know about it i'm just some some uh yo-ho out there you know running around this planet i know about it how do, how does how does this guy not know about it anyway continuing speaking deliberation times pentagon spokesperson susan goff commented you know, that's, she's another one. Anyway, that's for another day. Per the uh, fiscal year 23 NDAA enacted today as director of Arrow, Dr. Kirkpatrick will continue reporting to the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security for Arrow in administrative matters. So just administrative stuff that this Dr. Kirkpatrick, who heads this uh, all-anomalous... Uh, uh, Arrow, whatever it stands for. I can't remember offhand here. He will report to the Deputy Secretary of Secretary of Defense and the Director of National Intelligence on Operational and Security Matters. I refer you to Congress regarding why they made that change. Yeah, yeah. She refers to Congress to why they made it. All right, we all know why they made that change. It's because you covered it up. That's why they made that change, because you're covering it up for 75 years and we're sick of it. People are sick and tired of the cover-up. That's why they, That yeah, that's the reason. You should have just said that. You should have just said, you know what? We've recovered covered up for 75 years and people are sick of it and the Congress finally passed legislation so we can't cover it up anymore and we can have whistleblowers. That's, that's the reason. Anyway, continuing. Uh, Liberation Times has contacted the Office of Senate Intelligence Committee Chair, Sen- Senator Mark Warner, for further comment and is awaiting a response. Former Director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP, Lou Elizondo, has previously warned of the involvement uh, from OUSDINS, stating, Please, please, please contact your representatives. And let them know that this is unacceptable and not in the best interest of the American people. The USDI is the is the one single office that has continuously lied about this topic topic and persecuted whistleblowers. See, yeah, again, see, I, I, and I've, I've talked about this before too. I, you know, they've lied. He's, well, Elizondo knows they're lying. We all know they're lying. And, and, and again, how could someone in Ronald Moultrie's position not know that what's going on here? All right, continuing. In an open letter published in November 2021, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, Christopher Mellon, was scathing of OUSD INS, writing, As a former OSD staffer myself, I'm shocked that the Def would assign the UAP function to an oversight staff with no UAP funding, line authority, contracting, command, or technical capabilities." Indeed, the inability of USDI to engage effectively on the UAP issue is why so little has changed or been accomplished since 2004. Uh, I'd, I'd take it a step further there. I, I, I would have said, indeed, the my comment would have been, indeed, the ability of USDI to engage effectively on the UAP issue is why so little has changed or been accomplished since 1947. That's, that's, that, that's what I would have said. That's just me, though. Anyway, continuing. The confirmation of this move comes six days after Ronald Moultrie, Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, hosted an Arrow Press roundtable with Dr. Kirkpatrick. At that roundtable, Moultrie commented, As I said to congressional leaders in May, we are fully committed to the principles of openness and accountability to the American people. Well, if you were if you were fully committed to it, then you would have just said the truth right then and there. You would have said, "Well, there's an extraterrestrial presence on Earth." Sorry to break it to the debunkers and the skeptics out there, but guess what? There are aliens on this planet. Are aliens flying around and 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 craft that we have that run circles around anything that we got, and and there's nothing we can do about it. That 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 if that you would have been being open by saying that, that would have been open. But what you did say at that at that uh, press conference it wasn't wasn't being open. Uh, and then he continued here. We are committed to sharing as much detail with the public as we can. Hold on a second while I laugh at that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I'd like to turn this over to Dr. Kirkpatrick to share some of the progress that we've made since Arrow's establishment. Uh, yeah. Uh, it says, they're going forward, Moultrie will be less involved in the day-to-day running of the Arrow. now. let me just stop there for a minute. That's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Eyebrows were raised in April 2021 when it was confirmed that Director of Defense Intelligence Gary Reed was executive secretary of the OUSDI and SUAP office previously known as OMSG. See, all these other things. That's another thing. They can try to confuse the public with all these crazy names for these UFO offices over the years. Anyway, that was despite Lou Elzondo making a complaint accusing Reed of playing a central role in obfuscating information regarding the UAP topic. In his complaint, Elizondo accused Reed of malicious activities, coordinated disinformation, professional misconduct, whistleblower reprisal, and explicit threats. Elizondo, this is from an earlier article, he told the debrief, he was one of the biggest obstacles in the Department of Defense's investigations and public transparency of unidentified aerial phenomena. Let me just stop there for a second. So really what's going on here, right? You know, I, what I believe is going, and I'm sure that this will all come out, you know, in, in the wash someday, you know, someday it would all come out. But I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I, I it's, it's more or less not the military, right? That's really part of this. That, like, they're involved. There are there are most certainly elements within the Pentagon that are involved in this cover-up. But it's basically on, on the behest of the military-industrial complex. There are people within the military-industrial complex who don't want this information to get out to the public for whatever reason. Right. that's who's you know that's who I believe in fact we'll I'll get into that later on uh you know and that's what's going on basically i mean it's the military industrial complex the you know lockheed martin or you know companies like like that you know uh grumman northrop you know things like places like that they're the ones all these decades have been wanting to cover this thing up for you know for you know for their own uh purposes and basically stunt mankind's uh uh progression uh, uh you know it's just ridiculous to, cu- to keep this this is the biggest story of all time and basically these defense uh uh, uh weapons manufacturers for all these decades have been responsible i believe they're i think they're the, the the biggest villain behind the scenes all these decades i believe again like i said i believe at first it was like this, this concern about, about the panic but uh, and and i'm sure that there's still concerns for about what the panic right there's still going to be concerns about that there's going to Be people again who's going to freak out, but it would have been a lot worse back in 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 the late '40s and throughout the '50s than it would be now. Uh, I think we're I think the human race has grown up a little bit more since then. Anyway, continuing, despite being removed from from his position in July 2022, Pentagon spokesperson Susan Goff confirmed that Reed was a senior advisor to the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, Scott Barrier. From now on, OUSDINS and Reed's former colleagues will be removed from the operational and security facets of the Arrow, the most significant aspects of its efforts, meaning Moultrie's office will no longer play a pivotal role in its operations yeah i'll leave the link for this article very good article in fact like i said before this uh this website has a lot of good stuff on it um but uh anyway you know now i guess we have to wait for you know who's gonna who's gonna be the first one to step up to the plate uh who's gonna be the first whistleblower i guess that's that's gonna be uh what we're gonna sit back and wait for now anyway uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you who I believe should be the first whistleblower. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. Okay, we are back. Um, Now, of course, uh, we're all uh, happy about this uh, whistleblower language in this new uh, 2023 National Defense Authorization Act bill. We're all excited about that and hopeful. Hopeful, a lot of us are hopeful that uh, this is going to lead to something and and possibly end to the lead to the end of all of this uh, secrecy with regard to UFOs and the extraterrestrial reality, right? That we're all living in and that we've been lied about for all these years. But hopefully, this is going to be the beginning of that. Uh, you know, seeing is believing for me. I, I I'm hope I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I know, but hey, you never know. Lou Elizondo and a lot of other people out there, a lot of people who uh, know a lot more than I know. They seem to be pretty excited about it so uh yeah we'll see what happens i can't wait um and actually you know i want I, here's a white thing. you know who should should be the the, the person to the first I, I would like to see i think it would be great i think it would be great and actually i think it would be great for this person right i think the uh now retired uh uh admiral thomas wilson right? The the person who was, uh, you know, basically the subject of those notes from that were written in 2002 by Dr. Eric Davis, right? Of course, we all were talking about the Wilson Davis memo. Uh, and uh, I've talked about this before. I mean, a lot of people were wondering whether it's real or not. I think it's most certainly real. Those notes were most certainly real. There's, there's no question in my mind about it. I mean, uh of course uh these notes basically stated that uh there was you know at, back in you know Admiral Wilson was was telling uh this Dr. Eric Davis back in to, to 2002 that he, you know the, there's people he he can't get he's, he he was not allowed to see the he he had a he did not have a need to know apparently to to, to see uh, any any of the UFO materials that the the government has, he was basically pushed away from it, and he was very upset about it. That's basically the bottom line. Actually, here's a little just a here's a little article from u- ufologyweb.com that I that I was just reading here earlier today. It says, "What is the Admiral Wilson Memo?" The Admiral Wilson memo is 13 pages of notes written by Dr. Eric Davis in October 2002 after a two-hour meeting he had recently had with Admiral Thomas Wilson during which they discussed UFOs, MJ-12, Roswell, crashed UFO alien bodies, etc., they also include a copy of a two-page letter from Commander Willard Miller to er- Dr. Eric Davis dated April 25, 2002, in which UFOs, UFO crash retrievals, and Area 5051 50- are mentioned. In the spring of 1997, when Admiral Thomas Wilson was still Deputy DIA Director for the Joint Chiefs of Staff, a series of events occurred, and these notes go some way in explaining what happened during those events. The importance of the notes is that they confirm what was discussed, namely the existence of projects that were, rec- were created for the purpose of studying extraterrestrial technology and extraterrestrials themselves. For example, a meeting in April 1997, in which were present Dr. Stephen Greer, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, and, well, who is, uh, of course, um, uh, Stephen Greer's uh, uh, UFO researcher, uh, Dr. Edmer- Edgar Mitchell has since passed away. He was the Apollo 14 astronaut. Uh, and walked on the moon at one point, and U.S. Navy Lieutenant Commander Willard Miller. The subjects discussed during this meeting included the existence of highly secretive private organizations tasked with studying the technology and ET bodies retrieved from crashed UFOs for the purpose of reverse engineering the technology in order to understand it and make use of it. The notes later go on to present the thesis of the book, The Day After Roswell. This book explains how today's integrated circuit circuit chips, fiber optics, lasers, and super tenacity fibers were seeded into civilian technology by reverse engineering alien technology. Um, Now you know now here, here's the thing now of course uh th- as a lot of you know the uh the, the wilson davis memo some people uh say that it wasn't true it actually de- uh wilson himself denies you know, he doesn't know that he completely he denies this thing ever happened and and uh and, and dr. Eric Davis however won't won't confirm or deny anything I guess you know out of uh, you know respect I guess the, he didn't think no, no one ever thought these notes were I guess were going to make it to the public for somehow though they ended up in the possession of dr. Edgar Mitchell and, and after he died sometime in 2016 these notes these notes that that were apparently written by by Davis with regard to what Wilson was telling him about what he you know his efforts to try to you know learn more about what the government knows about about UFOs uh, he took he made, took these notes and, and they were found within the uh, uh, you know the files of Edgar Mitchell and and then they were released to the public later on uh, leaked to the public and uh we've been talking about it ever since uh, actually uh historian and ufo writer uh richard m dolan uh says that he believes that this is the biggest uh leak of all time actually the wilson davis memo and i, I think i agree with him i think those notes are real and i think it tells it it, it t- basically tells us a lot what a lot of us already thought you know what a lot of us would already know actually uh you know and 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 basically this was basically this cover-up was basically confirmed to wilson and wilson relayed this information to davis and then davis wrote you know kept notes whether he had a recording of this or not we don't know uh you know how this how this all went down but there were actual notes and you could tell if you read those notes i'll leave a link for the notes and for that article if you want to check it out uh and I believe that, you know, it really did happen. I believe that there are notes. Those notes are real and that really happened. So you now now of course Wilson's already gone on the record since this these this this memo was leaked to the public. He's already gone on the on the record saying, you know, that's not true and all that stuff, blah, 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 which is expected, because what else is he gonna say? You know, hey, you know, this guy's now retired. He's in his 70s. He, I'm sure he, you know he's receiving a pension or whatever. And, and we, I mean, if he was to go on the record and tell the truth, because I I don't believe what he said before. I I believe what he's you know I believe he was lying. I don't like, I don't think he had any choice. And of course, Davis says, you know, yeah, it's. Uh, you know nothing. I can't really talk about that or whatever. Like he doesn't give any comments. So that what does that tell you? I mean, if it, put it this way, if the notes were phony, right? If it wasn't real, then Davis would have could have could would have came out and said, yeah, they're phony. And he, and even then, if he would have said that, you we, you wouldn't really know if he was telling the truth either. But the fact is, Davis came out and wouldn't comment on it basically. So that makes that, to me that that just tells you all you need to know basically these notes were real and 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 so now wilson had you know had had a lie about it but guess what why not tell the truth now there's whistleblower protection now not, you know there's no repercussions you don't got to worry about any, anybody doing anything now you could step you could meet with the congress tell them all all you need to know you know actually the congress should be calling him to the, to you know to a hearing right because actually those rec those notes now are part of they were introduced in in one of these uh I think this past year, actually, uh, earlier, that, yes, they were introduced during one of those uh, uh, House Intelligence Committee meetings. Those notes were introduced to, to the record. So, you know, people in the Congress should be requesting in that House Intelligence Committee should be asking him to come to the come to the floor here and, and, tell, and tell him to tell the Congress what he knows. I I think it's time but hey this would be great for him actually you know just think this I mean whoever does this whoever is the first whistleblower right whoever comes finally steps forward and just tells the truth right about this from that that knows the truth right you know obviously I know who, I don't know who knows we really don't know what happened after 2002 right did, did Wilson eventually get more access to these programs right was he eventually given more information I don't we really don't know about that but previously to 2002 he was not so he could at least whistle blow on what on that he could say, tell that he could tell the congress you know that everything in those notes yes is accurate and then expand on it give us more information on what you know you thomas wilson could be the first whistleblower i think he would be a great now of course uh I, I, to me right i i've said this before i think the best whistleblower possibly would be somebody who actually steps forward with a, you know a dead alien body or something you know or or, or an artifact from from a, from one of the craft that is you know that a scientist could look at and say yeah this 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 stuff doesn't exist this material doesn't exist on earth i mean that would be the best kind of you know whistleblower to step forward but we can really get the ball rolling and wouldn't this be good for admiral wilson wouldn't it be good for him to step forward and be the very first whistleblower? I think it would be. I think he should be the one that steps forward and blows the whistle on this. And and hey, and explain. Hey, I yeah, when it was when I was when I was approached by about this before, I what was I, What could I say? I had a lie, you know. I don't know how this would affect. This could have, you know. I don't know how this could have affected me. It would have been ne- negative. But now that there's whistleblower protection, nobody could do anything to me. Right, so that's why I think that he should be the one, the one to step forward, the first one. That's that that's, that would be great. And plus, I think it would be good for him. It would be good for you know it be, uh, it would add to his, his his already stellar legacy. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be something? I mean, wouldn't you want to be the first person to finally really crack the ice on this? Wow, think about that. I mean, it's it, it's going to be a whoever really does, put it this way, uh somebody's going to step forward at some point with the undeniable, you know, end game sto- uh proof, right? Someone's it's going to be someone. Why not this why not Admiral Wilson? That would I I I am you know, I'm I'm hoping it's him. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I would love to see you know, I'd love to, see, and plus, I would love to see. Like, I hope there would be a camera on all the faces of the debunkers at the same time. Like, I would love to see their expressions. You know, as they see their whole, their all their worlds just collapse and fall apart right in front of their faces. I would love to have that. You know, at the second that that—that's just a fantasy on my on my part, though. But anyway, yeah, come on, Thomas Wilson, Admiral Wilson, step forward. It's time. It's time. We hey, don't worry about nothing. Right? There's uh no retributions by tell, for telling the truth on on UFOs now.